0: Ladies and gentlemen, it is once again on, like Voltron, we are back with Crazy Funny Asians and Miscellaneous Brown and me, aka Eric Esteban, we're two, one person, but to close out Filipino American History Month, we bring in Filipino Canadian American filmmaker, storyteller, Writer, guru, (laughs) Marcos Durian. (laughs) Thank you. Ah. You guys, if you don't know, Marcos has a brilliantly beautiful film titled Fish Head. And it's part of the reason why he's here to close out Filipino American History Month because he's made Filipino American history sharing a beautiful Filipino American story that I empathize with very much his story is very beautiful it's about a you I, I we'll, we'll go into it and tell what the story is about okay. but part of this is you getting your story made getting your story told yeah and letting it serve as an example for everybody who's listening you know so mm that's why i wanted you here because it's such a cool it's a beautiful film thank you but not even just the film the journey to the film is <laughs> almost even that much more you know it's yeah. even that much more a, a harrowing tale than, the, yeah. than than even the the film itself yeah and so so tell me what tell me about fishhead first tell me okay. tell me your motivations behind it tell me tell me when you first started writing it tell me tell me okay. tell me so
1: Uh, I guess the best place to start would be uh, prior to writing the script, uh, you know, telling Filipino-American stories or just stories through, you know, our lens, our experiences uh, was always, you know, deeply important to me, Mm -hmm. you know, because, you know, growing up. Because you're Filipino and Canadian. You were born in. I was born in Canada. Okay. Uh, my mom was the first one to immigrate from
0: the Philippines. You can even jump if shit goes bad. You can bounce. You can go to Canada. Yeah, yeah. C- Can I come with you? <laughs> sure. <Yeah. laughs> everyone, right. everyone is, yes. is invited. We are going to yeah. hang in Marcos's yeah. house in Canada if yeah. all shit goes down. Just, we'll start just, a studio. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh,
1: but uh, you know, telling Filipino American stories was always it was always important to me. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, and growing up yeah you know i yeah I had like childhood heroes in movies and stuff that i that I loved uh but you know I, I felt that like there was always some kind of disconnect mm-hmm. you know, because I wasn't seeing someone like me up on screen,
0: sure, you know, like when I saw Bruce, it was a big deal, just because sure. he homie, looked a little bit like me,
1: yeah you know exactly so
0: when, when yeah you know
1: yeah uh so uh I started writing the script. Uh, in uh, you know the late 90s early millennium Uh, and you know it went through different versions different iterations Mm -hmm. uh, over the course of like four or five years and then I kind of had a draft that I felt really good about in 2006 went out with it and uh, had some meetings and then subsequently had some uh, interest from a couple of studios nice and Uh, No, this is the Fish Head script, right? This is the Fish Head, the feature-length script. Okay. And so, uh, you know, what happened was not really what I was expecting, which was one studio wanted to whitewash it and essentially take out the entire cultural aspect of it and make it just a generic sort of Caucasian story. And then... Subsequently, the other studio wanted to make it an African American story,
0: but and nobody wanted to tell the Filipino. But no story. one
1: wanted to tell the Filipino story.
0: Yeah, and in each studio, made you either make it Caucasian or in the other transverse was the make it make it black. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. And wow. Yeah, and this was in two thousand
1: six. This was in two thousand six. Okay, so you know. Really not that long ago. No, not
0: ten years, not yeah. even. Yeah. Yeah. So Well when I moved to Los Angeles. Okay. That was yeah. right, two thousand six yeah. was right when I moved to Los Angeles. Yeah. Wow, that's a trip. Yeah. So Wow, they kinda act treated like Fishhead, the script, kinda was like how I was received Eric the person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just kidding. I'm, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah.
1: So uh you know Obviously, looking back, it, you know, it was a very disheartening experience. Mm-hmm. You know, and oh, really. uh, I was yeah, obviously I was younger and I was like hungry. I'm like, okay, well, you know, maybe I'll I'll try the, you know, I'll try writing it as an African American story, because um, maybe that's just what I have to do to get a film made. Hey,
0: man, Sometimes you just even just to get the check so that you yeah. know you have the cred, the street yeah. cred, you know.
1: And so I started writing it. I got. Ten pages in, maybe twelve to fifteen, I can't remember, but
0: you're just a good writer, you don't know how many pages you just you're you're, you're you're a pages machine no 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 <laughs>
1: I remember I didn't get past a certain point, okay, and it was only like a couple of weeks in
0: no, I feel you, and
1: so uh I stopped, and you know we got on the phone, and I just yeah I'm like thanks so much for the opportunity, but uh you know, I just, I can't do it. You know, it's no. not me. It's not the story that I set out to tell. And, uh, you know, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do it my way. And if that never happens, then it never happens. Sure. I'd rather, I rather not make the film than make a compromised version of it. And, Amen. That's good. Yeah. And yeah. so that's, that's where it ended with that process. And so this was in 2006, 2006 2007, around yeah. that, around that it time? was all in 2006. Okay. Okay. And so, uh, after that, I, I was just like, well, you know, I'll, you know, I'll never make a Filipino American story. Like, it's just,
0: you
1: know, unless I make it myself
0: and... Because you have to understand, guys, like, to get meetings with studios with your script yeah. is a ridiculous thing because even to just get in the room with your script, there's thousands of scripts every day here yeah. in Los Angeles that are circling through the, the the script thing and to even just get a meeting yeah. with your script is crazy and then to have interest to where they wanted you to write something that is that's a great thing so yeah there's so much progress made with ju- your story but like you said you, yeah. you knew what was the potential of your story so you yeah. didn't want to give it away right I love that I love yeah. that you stuck to your your guns yeah. on that yeah
1: and you know I was like holding out hope that the right opportunity would come along. Sure. But then at the same time, not even believing that the right opportunity would come along. Sure. You no, know? I feel you. It's uh, like one of
0: those things where it's like you got so close, you got yeah. to the, you got the, almost the, the, the promised land already Yeah, and promised land said no. So I guess, yeah. I guess it's just for not, right? Yeah. Yeah. Like move, move on, like find
1: something else, you know, you. write something else. Just forget about the whole, sure. you know, uh, cultural aspect of it and the representation, you know, it's just, you know, it's never going to happen. They're not ready for it.
0: You well, the, the, this, the, they're not ready for this story
1: yet. Yeah. Yeah. I got yeah. you. So that was 2006 and I pretty much shelved it. And then, you know, uh, I guess in 2016, you know, there was suddenly this conversation happening about diversity sure, uh, and inclusion and, Telling more
0: ethnically diverse stories. Sure. Uh, well, I mean, crazy rich Asians. Yeah. I mean, what the hell name of this fucking podcast? Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I know how to yeah. market. <laughs> I mean, I might eventually change the name, but yeah. who knows? No, man, I like. I love it. No, I think "Crazy Funny Asians" is the name of this podcast because yeah. it is. It, it's crazy funny Asian stories. So, yeah. Yeah. but but I mean, it's it that t- t- twenty sixteen was right about the same time as crazy. Rich Asians yeah. came out. It's hard yeah. to say because I'm so
1: So I guess you know, leading you know, leading into that time, you know, obviously there was this conversation happening, mm-hmm. uh, and uh, then after the success of Crazy Rich Asians, uh, that conversation just blew up tenfold, mm-hmm. and uh,
0: I, and I think speak to that a little bit because I don't know that people yeah. understand really what crazy rich Asians did in the film industry right because the potential for money in our market in the south asian market in yeah. in our market here in america all the different you know ethnicities yeah. and and people that love yeah. um being represented in in, in yeah. work when crazy rich asians hit and it made the money that it did yeah. it really did change the atmosphere here didn't it it did uh in a much needed way mm. uh and I, I think
1: you know, looking back, the, uh, the, the the prior, the last Hollywood backed or studio Hollywood studio backed film was uh, of you know r- you know representing Asian culture in, in any shape or form was uh, uh, Joy Luck Club. Joy Luck Club, yeah. right? Uh, that was
0: that was the that was well. It's funny. I I wanted. The, with Joy Luck Club is like if it weren't for Joy Luck Club I probably wouldn't be here right. like I wouldn't be here in LA trying to be an actor right because when, when when you saw Joy Luck Club I saw it at a very impression I was probably like in my late teens early 20s when I saw yeah. it and it changed the game for me because it was like wow all these yeah. guys are great actors yeah and you can do it yeah you can do it and yeah. yeah, I mean, even with Margaret Cho, we yeah. talk about this 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 early Asian Renaissance in the late '90s, you know, with Margaret Cho and with, with, um, with all the different Asian uh, ensemble members on the sketch yeah. shows, and the, it, it was starting to happen, yeah, but
1: <laughs> yeah, but. You know,
0: it, it, but, well, I mean, when yeah. you think about it, I always I, I'm a political science. Person. I majored in political science when I was right. younger. And I do feel like a lot of the political climate sometimes warrants either rebellion and or sometimes in a lot like George Bush, right? Yeah. The 2000 and, and early 2000, like you're talking about with Fish in 2006, it was a yeah. different before Barack Obama and after Barack Obama are a different time in America yeah whether good or bad however yeah. whatever your opinion of it is yeah. uh and and 2006 was before Barack Obama yeah right mm-hmm. and that search for diversity that was before Hamilton mm-hmm. which is another story like I always yeah. go back to Hamilton when I think about how long I'm taking to write a script right. and Lin-Manuel Miranda took 7 years to write that that, that, yeah. that script so yeah you know but those Are significant cultural things that happened in that in between 2006 and where we're to what we're talking about now 2016 or and or now our present day where it changed the game here in a lot of ways like Hamilton I feel changed the game in casting because it asked the question what what if and then it worked
1: yeah (laughs) yeah yeah and then you know with uh Crazy Rich Asians it you know, it was a wake-up call for the studios. It's like, oh, there's actually a market for these movies. Well, yeah. And, and you know.
0: Well, and I think in a lot of ways, Black Panther mm-hmm. served yeah. as a, 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 a eye-opener for all of Hollywood to yeah. see how much being represented in the normal Hollywood vehicle, yeah. how much that means to people. Sure, yeah. So... Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely. And I think, you know... Uh, with the success of that, you know suddenly you know a lot of studios were like oh there 's a marketplace for this we can you know we can make these movies and make money here comes fishhead you 're right,
0: and then here comes so fishhead twenty sixteen so twenty
1: sixteen i I was like, well, you know what, maybe I should go back to the script, sure, and you know take a look at it and uh what ended up happening was you know I thought, well you know what let 's maybe make it as a short film, Mm -hmm. you know? Uh, so, uh, I think that was like towards the end of 2016, early 2017 and, uh, started, you know, just laying the groundwork in my mind in terms of like, okay, if I do it, what would I do? How would I do it? And basically, uh, kind of plotted it out. And in uh, 2018 last year, uh, you know, wrote the script And then started, so that was, I started writing the script in, like, that was uh, maybe March. Uh, And then in July, end of July, uh, sorry, no, beginning of August, we started casting.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Uh, And then we've, you know, got everything locked in uh, towards middle of September, started rehearsals, looking for locations. And then we shot the beginning of October
0: uh so it happened pretty quick Lee. Yeah, the, the, yeah the process once it got started it yeah. moved yeah. yeah tell me about the the casting process so
1: that was my biggest concern okay you know uh and you know the, harkening back to 2006 you know uh you know real quick mm-hmm. i had uh you know i had thought about you know well what if i try and make this myself you know you know, put the film on credit cards and shoot it, you know, low and, you know, uh, low, low fi. Mm -hmm. And, you know, uh, but then when I started to think about it and started to do some research, I was like, well, who am I going to cast in this film? Right. You know, there just wasn't a big enough talent pool that I was satisfied with, especially with the kids. Well, well, 'cause, cause
0: your, your central character is a young boy. Yeah. And to find a, a child that can, carry a film yeah that's hard in and it's of itself hard. and then to yeah. find now a filipino-american kid yeah. can do it
1: yeah you're like shooting yourself in the foot
0: well it's just it's it's a yeah. very hard yeah it's, it is a very hard casting process to yeah. Do. yeah
1: yeah and so uh even with the short film uh you know it was the same thought process like okay now i know that i can fill in the roles of all the adults sure you know uh, especially the mom mm-hmm. you know i know that talent is out there they exist now sure uh uh, but the kid is still going to be the challenge, right? You know, and I wasn't going to make it if I couldn't find a Filipino kid. You know, I wasn't going to oh, yeah, go. No. no, I feel. You. I wasn't going to cast someone that looked Filipino or could pass Filipino. The kid had to be Filipino. You know? Yeah, no, I feel you. And uh, uh, so that was the challenge going in, and uh, what ended up happening was because I was. Uh, meeting people through Phil Am, uh-huh. and you know we were, you know, you start fending people on Instagram and stuff. Instagram starts suggesting uh, feeds and whatnot. Mm-hmm. His feed came up, and <laughs> his mom smartly manages uh, his feed, sure. so it's all his headshots uh, stills from acting and like, you know, videos. Sure. Uh, that I mean, music. if you
0: want your kid to be in that, I yeah. mean, all that social networking yeah. stuff is
1: necessary. Yeah. So I t- took a look through the feed, uh, saw like the first thing that came up was a commercial he was in. Mm-hmm. And what struck me first was the way he looked and I'm like, okay, this kid has the look. Mm-hmm. I wonder if he's Filipino and, you know, looked through it. And I think I saw a picture of him and his mom, like, okay, if this woman is not Filipino, then I don't know what.
0: <laughs> so. Uh, but we are miscellaneous browns. Yes, so you never this is know. true. This you is true. You never know. You
1: never know. But I had a feeling.
0: Right. Yeah. You, know, you always, you do. You always have a feeling. It's like a little bit in your, yeah. you feel it a little bit in your, I don't even, I don't want to be nasty, some I'm just yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but I know what you're saying. But yeah, you need know, yeah. to feel it in your like your, your Tito, your Tito balls. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's Filipino. Yeah. <laughs> He's, like when I met you first, I was like, yes, maybe he's... Misti- no, mistiso. he might be Mistiso. No, he, yeah. I, he's Filipino. Yeah. Because I felt it in my balls. Yeah. I did. I felt it in my balls. That's, how, that's where you feel it. And yeah. if, if women, they feel it in their... in their, dedes. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just kidding. I don't have any idea. <laughs> Shit. I'm being stupid. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so we... Uh, uh, I found... So I, I found his IMDb page... sent that to my casting director and like, look, this kid really fits the part. I mean, physically he looks, you know, so let's, let's see if he can read, let's see if he can read, let's bring him in. And, you know, obviously let's see if he's like Filipino. Right. Yeah. Uh, so he came in to read, uh, and we only saw like a handful of kids. Sure. Uh, and he came in and, you know, he did his reading and we you know, went through it a couple of times, and when he walked out of the room, the casting director and I looked at each other, and we were like, can I, can I swear? <laughs> yeah, of damn. course you
0: can swear. Like, you ever listened to yeah. the podcast? Why are you going right. to ask if you can I fucking swear? Yeah. So. God damn, I swore at the end of the Chinese lady <laughs> yeah. for goddamn. I
1: sus <laughs> Mario We were like, holy shit. Yes. That kid... Is incredible. He's awesome. the one.
0: Yeah, he's the one. Yeah, and you know. So, yeah, you just know. I mean, straight up, like, and that in the casting process, when I've sat in the table, yeah, behind, in the casting table, or even in the as an actor, yeah, sometimes you're like you feel it. They're like, oh wow, yeah. this is okay. The material and the whole thing. It's oh, it's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This works. Yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah. And so he was great. We talked to his mom uh, uh, for a little bit. And obviously, you know, she was Filipino and uh so it, it it yeah, it it was incredible to 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 find him, you know. Yeah. Uh and so he knocked the audition out of the park and that was basically What's the his green line. Madison
0: Rojas. Ro- Madison Rojas. Yeah. Listen, this kid, yeah, man, powerhouse actor. Powerhouse. Yeah. Uh such an incredible
1: talent at his age
0: well we might have to have him on the show yeah yeah that'd be great
1: yeah he knew the script forwards and backwards he knew everyone else's lines how old is he he's now uh 10 going on 11 okay yeah okay uh he was or is he now 11 Gee, i can't remember he's either 9 or 10 when we shot okay so uh
0: uh that's a that's a trip yeah. At nine or ten. I yeah. mean, at nine, right? Yeah. That you could handle that and, and be able yeah. to... Yeah.
1: And he, you know, to his credit, you know, he put in the work. He, uh, you know, but he, you know, he's just one of those young kid actors that actually is really talented and... How long... Uh, do you know how long he's been acting? He's been acting for a while. Okay. For a few... For several years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you know, he's SAG, you know,
0: so... Wow. So, the casting process. You finally... You you got your Madison. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Now, the filming process. Yeah. Like, how many days was it? How many days did you shoot? So, it's a short film.
1: So, we shot for five days. Okay. uh, Which, you know, is kind of a... It's... You know, a lot of shorts, they shoot in like one, two days. Yeah. You know? Yeah, And they're shooting one one or two days with a 20-page script sometimes. So, because we had... Uh, a minor, because mm-hmm. Madison's, you know, nine or ten years old at the time, uh, we only have him for uh, eight, eight, hours. Yeah. eight hours, you know, yeah. eight and a half hours with lunch. And then <laughs> with the eight and hours... And better
0: be on time, too, yeah.
1: with the minors, you get in trouble if you want yeah. him. Yeah. <laughs> and then within that time frame, he can only physically work for five hours, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, and so, and then he would have to be in school you know, uh, the rest of the time. Sure. So we really, you know, uh, we had no choice but to stretch it out over. We had to have a tutor on set for yeah. him for to have school. Exactly. And all thing. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we had no choice but to shoot it in five days. So
0: yeah. you really did have a, a, a- harder time with the script that you this with the story that you wanted to tell yeah. you really had to stick to your guns with almost all of it to me I have a filipino kid yeah and obviously have madison being it but then also yeah. all the rules with within the union and the union yeah. structure it makes it yeah. even even that much more yeah now, i don't want to say difficult but it makes it it, it it protects the kids sure so that yeah but you have to live within those rules yeah
1: right? and you know because a lot of times when you're making short films you're you know You're shooting like 12, 14 hours a day, sometimes 18 hours, you know, and you shoot it in two days. Because
0: you can only get it for, you only have this location for this
1: day and that's it. And if you can't get it, you can't get it. Yeah. And a lot of times you're doing, you know, you're getting all this stuff for next to nothing, you know, or for a minimal cost. Right. Uh, But, you know, we had a minor, uh, we had uh, a high school uh, or yeah, it was a high school that we shot at, Mm -hmm. you know, so... All these things have certain parameters and, you know, rules that you have to really, you know, live by. Yeah. So we had, you know, we were working 10-hour days, which, you know, most of the commercials I shoot aren't even 10-hour days. They're 12.
0: Right. You know, sometimes 14, you know. Yeah, I mean, I've been on some sets where you're on set for a long time. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) So we were doing... I like it because it's overtime then. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Yeah. yeah.
1: So, you know, we had no choice but to do 10 hour days and uh, shoot over five days. And, you know, also when, you know, when you're asking, you know, crew to, to, to do favors, you know, it, you know, it's, it's you know, you can reach out to someone and say, hey, you know, I'm doing this thing. It's like a one day shoot. Oh, yeah, I'll come out and help. But when it's five days, you
0: know, uh a lot of people can't dedicate a whole no. week, especially, no. it's like saying, hey, can you take a week off of work and come help right. me with this project? Yeah. That's
1: hard, man. Yeah. That's yeah. hard. It's a lot to ask. Yeah. So, you know, we, you know, we did a Favorite Nations deal with the crew, which is you pay everyone the same rate regardless of their position. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we just went through the budget and figured out what we could afford mm-hmm. and, you know, to, to just be able to get people to commit for the five days. Now, how
0: long is the short film?
1: So it's... Uh, with credits, it's 16 minutes and 30 seconds. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we, we were able to pay people. Not a lot. You know, certainly not their full day rates, but... you but know, But you were able to pay people, we which pay is great. We paid people, yeah. That's great. Yeah. And, you know, uh, we didn't do any fundraising. We didn't do any, uh, uh, you know, c- campaigns or anything like that. So
0: it's another reason why I have you here, man. Because I want to learn what you did, you right. know, because being real, I as much as I I like the idea of crowd fundraising, yeah. I like the idea of people getting together to tell a story or whatever it is that they wanna, you know, promote and yeah. or, you know, yeah. fund. Yeah. But I also just like having full like you had full creative control over everything and you almost made sure that you did.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And Part of that is because you didn't do any, any sort of, yeah. And, and so I want to know, I want to unlock those secrets. I want to <laughs> know how you did that stuff.
1: Well, <laughs> there's, there's no
0: real secret other than I saved. My wow. Money. Yeah. So you you put all your own money for this. Yeah. Put all your own bread. Yeah. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah.
1: We had, uh, uh, we had one producer come on board towards, uh, uh, Towards the end of pre-production, uh-huh. um, uh, E is her name. Uh, super nice woman. She read the script and she was looking to get involved in some projects. And uh, uh, she came on board, and uh, you know, she kind of, you know, she kind of helped us out a little bit and kind of got us through the post phase with, uh, you know, music and sound design. Sure. You know, sure. Uh, so we did have a little bit of help towards the end, but, uh, but, you know, majority of the money was, you know, it was self-financed and, you know, I saved up for a few years, you know, uh, you know, that was part of the groundwork that I was laying, you know, in 2016, 2017, before I wrote the script was like, okay, uh, because I'm not like a social media person, you Mm -hmm. know, I don't, you know, up until that point, I hadn't used Facebook in over 10 years. Sure. You know? And with uh, Instagram, I really wasn't, you know, I didn't use it very I
0: mean, much. if you don't social, if you're not on the yeah. social
1: network, it's just, it's, you're not yeah. on the social network. I get yeah. it. So yeah. to do crowdfunding just didn't make any sense because sure. it's
0: like, you kind of
1: have to have that presence.
0: No, uh, I feel you. And you even know. when you have that presence, because I yeah. feel like I do have a little bit of a social networking presence. Yeah. Even that is not one that can elicit Right money, yeah. money that's to, to raise money and to do yeah. all that you got to do a lot of things that's part yeah. of for me, like I look at the I, I look at all the other examples mm-hmm. before me and the, the people that have made money yeah you know in, in every case, it's always something where they offer a, a they offer content on a regular basis, yeah, and because they do, they develop this bigger audience yeah, absolutely. and then because of this bigger audience, they have yeah. this. Well, Crazy Funny Asians can become a bigger audience if y'all share these podcasts. Every, you know, when you like a show or write a review, you can write a review, you can rate the show. But that, like, yeah, you can build it. And that's part of why I have this show because I look at all these other stand up comedians having these podcasts, and, you know, nobody's speaking specifically to our community. Nobody's specifically telling our stories. Nobody's specifically showcasing our movies. Yeah. So, I figure why not, especially right. during Filipino American History Month, yeah. why not showcase something that really spoke to me? Right. Because, I mean, like for me, growing up as a kid, like even just the trailer, because I haven't yeah. even seen the full film. Okay. Because I've, I've never, I've, I haven't gone to this, I haven't been able to get through the screenings, yeah. but yeah. Um, I've seen the trailer, and the trailer hits me. Yeah. Hard because yeah. I grew up as a Filipino kid in a all white neighborhood, yeah. and in my one man show, A Fight Club, for one, I talk about the whole right. bullying experience, yeah. and 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 all all the different names and yeah. you know different things. Everybody, yeah. every, all the different bullying. Yeah. You know, all your, yeah. bullies are all the same. Yeah, right. Yeah, and it's man, it's a powerful story, and it's yeah. and, and it's one that I think. Needs to be told and yeah. needs to be shared. Not even just for us. Yeah. But you know, folks that don't want to look like a villain. Yeah. Might want to see examples of themselves and how they really are. Yeah. In reality. Yeah. To maybe change some behavior. You yeah. know what I mean? And yeah, it, absolutely. And and it's it's uh, it's really like I said, it's visually powerful. Hmm. And like I said, I, I've only seen the trailer, right? Which is, <laughs> oh, no, it's great, yeah. You know, and, yeah. and and part of it too is that I don't want to. I, I, in some ways, I don't want to. I don't want too many spoilers. Yeah. But at the same time, I want you to tell a little bit of the story, a little bit. Like tell yeah. me, t- so so that our listeners can sure. kind of get yeah. an, the a, context, the, I the context yeah. of what we're talking about. Yeah. Like what what tell 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 us the story of Fishhead. So. Fishhead is
1: a Filipino American coming of age story. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's about a young boy uh, dealing with being bullied at school, dealing with identity, you know, trying to find his place in the world, uh, and you know, dealing with growing up in a single family home. Mm-hmm. You know, this kid is being raised by his mom, mm-hmm. you know, who's Filipino. She's an immigrant, you know, uh, and you know, he is growing up in this you know, predominantly white area. And he gets picked on, you know, sometimes brutally. And, you know, he's wanting to be accepted. He's wanting to, you know, he has this need or this desire to have some kind of a father figure, thinking that that might help him in some way. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, you know, it's, it's, a lot of it really is, it's an ode to childhood, you know, Mm -hmm. to growing up.
0: Uh, it 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 reminded me like visually it reminded me a lot of uh, that movie uh, was it Boys Life Boyhood 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 yeah. Thank you Yeah Boyhood with the, I just I just remember the visual of the grass Sure and and yeah. just like but it reminded me of it but then when I saw the Filipino face there. Yeah. It was. Yeah. <laughs> There's the twist. I I, I liked it much yeah. better. Yeah. No, but it, yeah. it I again it's it it's a Filipino American story. Yeah. You know, like what you talked about right at the beginning of the podcast. Yeah. You're talking about how you wanted to tell a Filipino American story when the studios didn't want you yeah. to. You know they they wanted you to either make it Caucasian or make it African American and you're yeah. like. No, I'm not... I, even with the money and all the other yeah. offers and all the other interests, it, it doesn't matter because yeah. you wanted to tell this story. Yeah, And and so I think that's... It's incredible that you saved your own money. Yeah. There's no secret. The secret is that there was no secret. The, the secret is there was no secret. Yeah. Well, I mean, even in the case of like Robert Rodriguez. Yeah. yeah. He He maxed out all his credit cards. Yeah. You see, so unfortunately in my own personal situation... All my credit cards are already maxed, and I have no savings. So <laughs> you'll have to contribute to the Patreon, <laughs> Miscellaneous Browns Comedy Invasion, if you'll want to see some short films coming out of Eric Esteban. I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, truth. It's just, uh, hey, we yeah. get 100 over here. That's yeah. it. <laughs> yeah.
1: But, uh, yeah, so, you know, it was self-funded, and, yeah. Uh, but know. if
0: you really... you but. It really boils down to that, yeah. right? You got to own your own tapes, just like Jay-Z. Yeah. I own yeah. these podcasts. I yeah. own the the scripts that I write. I own yeah. the, the YouTube videos that yeah. I put out, right? Yeah. All the stuff, you own it all, and yeah. you control it all. And whether yeah. people like it or not, at least you're getting your personal story. For me, it's therapy. Yeah. You know, as much as, yes, we would love... To be embraced yeah. by the mainstream masses. Of course, we want people to go watch Fish Head. This is not like, oh, we just want to be independent artists and tell All our right. story. But it's real. I admire the fact that you stuck to your guns through the whole process, yeah. from casting and, and everything. Yeah. It's it's really it's a testament to you really wanting to tell this story. Well, thank you. Yeah, I, I mean. It-
1: Look, it's, you know, it's not trying to tell stories, uh, you know, diverse stories, especially Filipino-American stories right now. It's a good time. But leading up to that time, you know, or to this time, I should say, you know, it it, it was a very difficult,
0: long road, Mm -hmm. you know. Oh, trust me, homie. I've been on it. Yeah, we We all have. have. You know, anyone
1: anyone that's been working in the film industry uh, for the last Ten, fifteen years, uh, you know, they they know what that struggle
0: is. You but know? you also can feel the difference now. Yeah, it's yeah. a different game now, guys, yeah. and that's why we start. Why I started this podcast. Why I have Marcos on. You know, it's because. These stories are the stories that are going to be told in the next 10 to 15 years. Yeah. Fish Head is going to be a feature film. I'm putting it out in the universe right here on this podcast. It will be. And yes. I know you were shaking your head. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't it like, be. I'm not even, it's not a yeah. tease. It's like, it will yeah. be. I know it will be. Yeah. I mean, uh, and, and that process. So you, because yeah. you, you had the, you had your feature film already in 2006. Yeah. But you stepped back and created it as a short film. Yeah. Speak to that and tell, me, tell so, me more about that process and why you did that. that. Right. So, you know, again,
1: uh, you know, when I was thinking about revisiting the script, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I still wasn't sure, like, okay, if I try to make this, this could still be a lengthy road. You know, it still could take another five.
0: Even if it's a 15-minute film, it's still, yeah. yeah. Uh,
1: but even as the feature, it's like, okay... Yes, we're having this conversation about you know diversity and inclusion, but a lot of times it's just a conversation. You know, it takes a lot of effort and action to make change. Yeah. You know? Oh, I feel you. Uh so basically I was I was like, okay, why don't I take elements of the feature and rework it into its own standalone short film? Uh you know, I, I, there's there's something about... Uh, some, one thing I did want, want to talk about uh, in terms of the whole process mm-hmm. was, uh, you know, Tyler Perry said something pretty significant. Uh, I think it was last year or earlier this year. Okay. And, you know, uh, and it resonated because, you know, with me, because I felt like, you know, it was speaking to me because, like, that's how I feel. Yeah, sure. And basically what he said was... Uh, when he was starting out, you know, he was fighting for a place at the table. Sure. And that wasn't happening. So what did he do? He built his own table. Mm-hmm. He made his own table. Yeah. And that's kind of the mindset that I went into it with, you know, because there was no guarantees. Even though we're talking about the, you know, we're having this conversation of diversity and it's great. But w- the action that mm-hmm. needs to take place could take several years. Sure. Yeah. So... I decided, well, you know, I'm just going to make my own table. You know, I'm going to pay for it out of my own pocket. Uh, I'm going to take, you know, the concept of a story that I've been wanting to tell for many years and, uh, you know, put it out there. And, you know, it's a deeply personal story. And who knows how people are going to react. But for me, the important part was doing it. Yeah. It was making the film telling the story regardless of the reaction or non-reaction from the audience or film festivals or whoever it might be. Um, It was really just about making the table and hopefully other people might want to come and sit at it and have a conversation, watch it, like it, not like it,
0: you know, whatever. See, homie, the thing is, is the key Mm -hmm. is you took that making your own table... Literally, yeah. You know, yeah. Because too many of us, especially out here in Hollywood, yeah. You know, we wait for others. We wait for that phone to ring, man. Yeah. And you, you know, can be waiting a long time. And you wait. You can wait a very long time for that phone to ring, especially right. if something that you want to specific, like, a Filipino American story that you want yeah. to specifically tell. Yeah. Like I, you know, I, I go. I go back to this all the time. But like yeah. the first time I got to play Filipino, yeah. I never wanted to go back. I right. don't. And not to say that I don't want to play other, yo, I'll be, I'll be a, I'll be a miscellaneous brown character for as long as Hollywood will have me. But yeah. at the same time, I'm. It, it feels good to tell our stories. Yeah, absolutely. And I think part of it, when when, when I hear you tell your your your, your process and your story of Fishhead, I don't know if you ever, have you ever seen the movie Badass. No, I don't think so. It's called well it I remember it's it, it was uh released from Okay Players like the roots and Mario Van Peoples Junior tells okay. a story of Mario Van Peebles senior okay. and his process in the first independent film. Sure. Um he he um he made and how through the process of the film he loses his everything sure from the crew the whole yeah. like it almost doesn't get made and the yeah. whole everything it good hit. Everything is the, like you could you, every possible obstacle that a film could face. It film it it did, but yeah. he had to get that story that he wanted told. Yeah, And just in the same way you you, whether it's self funding, whether it's pulling it from uh, big studios and being like, no, nah, I want this story for myself and keeping yeah. it for this. You know, you know when you have a story that needs to be told. Yeah, and. It's almost a myopic type of, like, yeah. you You yeah. can't think of anything else to do but tell this story. And, yeah. And this this short is even just the beginning yet, right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. And, you know, once it finally went out into the world, we had our premiere at Dances with Films, which is a great uh, film festival here in L.A. It's a and great,
0: I, I participated in Dances with Films okay. uh, right when I first got here.
1: It's a great okay. film festival. Yeah, yeah. yeah phenomenal festival and it's just growing it's getting bigger and bigger and all of
0: them are man yeah. but it's great because you think you know you start with these things that are like one year or two yeah. year, three years old and then you yeah. you look up and it's five years later and these things are huge yeah. because they they do the work they yeah. get the stories that people yeah. want to see
1: yeah so they screen uh they screen like i think about 70 short films in the shorts competition Awesome. Uh, and overall, between shorts and features, they received well over close to seven thousand submissions this year. Wow! Uh, so out of seven thousand, out of se- out of seven thousand, how many were
0: picked? Did you say? Uh,
1: sorry, uh, that's total between features and shorts. Uh-huh. I don't know how many shorts were out of that seven thousand, uh-huh. uh-huh. but out of but that seven
0: thousand submissions, films, period. seven thousand yeah.
1: films, you know. Uh, so they selected seven. About, I think it's about seventy for the Shorts block, wow. blocks. And, wow. And, uh, you know, we screened on the first day of Shorts in the first block. You know, it was Saturday at, like, I think it was, like,
0: 2... It was either 12.30 or 2.30. I can't even remember. That's why it's hard, because I work yeah. at, you know, I work on, on Saturday afternoon, so I yeah. couldn't have gone.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <No> <laughs> uh so So... Uh, yeah, you know, we screened with a block of uh, six other films, uh-huh. and the resp- it was a f- full theater, 450 people in the theater, and... That energy had to be- feel good. Yeah. And... How was it received? It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, the, the, it was, uh, uh, you know, at the end, because you know, it's an end title, there's no title in the beginning, right. when the end title came up, you know, it was just an overwhelming applaud and cheers... You know, it was a, it was a phenomenal feeling. It was a, it was a release in so many ways. Bro, that's what it is. It's like,
0: you know, it's, you, when, as an artist, you hope and pray and, you know, that it's received in the way that you hope it's received. And then when it actually is, that feeling, there's no other feeling like it, I don't think, in the world. No,
1: no. Uh, Hands down, it was probably single-handedly the most rewarding Experience of my artistic life. Sure, you know, uh, just to have that reaction, and you know, the continued reaction from other people, from other viewers or other filmmakers that were in the theater. Sure, you know, throughout that whole week and a half. Homie, you got like, me at the trailer. Yeah, you got me <laughs> at the trailer. Yeah,
0: not for real. And 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 when you look at this, and because I love this podcast, gives everybody an opportunity to step back. Right. Yeah. I I can't even imagine what a almost what 12 year 13 15 year journey probably this, 20 years yeah of the story yeah not I mean, including living the story right Exa- you know. well there, that's, that's a whole other that's thing the, the, that's yeah. the whole other thing because yeah. i'm just, there's so many autobiographical parts to this i know yeah. right yeah
1: yeah yeah it's all based on truth i mean it's all yeah. it all comes from my experiences as a kid
0: because you, you grew up very similar to me man yeah yeah and i
1: think very similarly to a lot of kids you know
0: probably some kids listening to this podcast right now I hope you know that's that's the hope because you know these that's part of why um, your story even with just the trailer and the Mm. visual you know stuff that you chose for the trailer affected me so much because it reminded me so much of my childhood yeah and so much that the story I mean that's the story I tell yeah in my one man show that's right. that's my the fish headed and yeah. fight club are one and the same when yeah. it, when it comes to stuff because it's it's a filipino american kid trying to make his way in in yeah. america you know being the only brown face in a sea of white faces yeah and it's it's yeah <laughs> it's yeah, a beautiful and, and yeah. the thing about it is what's what's wonderful about the idea that the story is now being told mm-hmm. is We've now come of age, In, yeah. you know. You yeah. and I both. Yeah. You know, you as a writer and a storyteller and a, and a director, yeah. and, and 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 myself as a actor and a comedian. Yeah. You know, through this podcast, but also just through stand up and and we truly found our voice. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And I think that is true of all the guests. Yeah. Here, and I think collectively as a Philip as as Filipino America, yeah. we are collectively finding our voice. The second yeah. generation and third generation yeah. of of folks now are really finding each other. Yeah. And coming together. Yeah. And the more that happens, I think. Yeah. The better we're gonna be. And the more fish heads and the more fight clubs yeah. And the more yellow roses and all yeah. the other stories that yeah. are now coming out and that we love seeing, yeah, you know, and, and the, part of it, too, part of the reason why I brought Mark Marcus on here is because your story is so inspirational to me mm-hmm. because you stuck to your guns right. and you told a Filipino American story and what better way to close out Filipino American history month. Right than yeah. someone who, a filmmaker who stuck to their guns and told our story, yeah. but not only told our story, but told the story that's going on right now, the history that's being made right now. Yeah. You're telling it. Yeah. And so, again, this was the closeout of Filipino-American history. And what this crazy, funny, Asian, the miscellaneous Brown do for you brings you a groundbreaking Filipino-American storyteller, Marcos Durian. Now, Marcos, tell them where they can find you and also where they can find the film Social Networking because we don't, you know, you're not up on too much. We're going to up your social networking <laughs> so that your next film, people are going to give you money because they're going to see this Fish, fi- fish Head film and be like, oh my gosh, <laughs> we need to give this Filipino some money so he can keep making stories. Right, some tera. <laughs> Uh So, uh
1: fishhead is uh fishhead the And then both Instagram and Facebook are fishheadthemovie, the Movie, and then my own personal uh website is uh just MarcusDurian.com.
0: Nice. Yeah. How do they how do they find you on Instagram? Because you know them numbers on Instagram. Oh,
1: so my personal is
0: uh again just Marcus Durian. Look at the, yeah. see easy, easy, easy breezy. Yeah, look him up, guys, and Look up this film. Now, can they watch the whole film on the website or no? Just, it's just a trailer. Right, right
1: now, it's just a trailer. See, that's why yeah. I
0: was like looking for because you get see, and when you see the trailer, you'll be like, I want to see this the yeah. whole movie. Because we're still doing the, you know, we're the still festival circuit.
1: Yeah, we're still in the festival circuit, right and we're just kind of moving out of the first sort of quarter phase of the festival. Okay, submissions uh, and you know attendance or uh, phase. So we still have a long.
0: Are you going to go road. travel a little bit with the film?
1: I hope so. I mean, you know, it's it, you know, it, it's really not up to us. Well, no, I
0: mean, are you going to if, if uh, have you submitted to other film festivals? Yeah. So, where, so do far, do you go like if it's like submitted and you get it to New York? Would you go? Yeah. Go to New York and you yeah. go for
1: sure. So uh, let's see. In August, we were uh, at um, the Rhode Island uh, International Film Festival. Nice. Uh, uh, so we went out to Rhode Island for that, and then. Uh, after that, we were in back here in L.A. for uh, Holly Shorts. And then we played at a few other festivals, both here in L.A. and in New York, uh, throughout September and October.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. So, fish head all through Filipino American yeah. History Month. Yeah. That is awesome, bro. And yeah. now, see? Closing out. Filipino American history month. I I got it. History, not heritage. I don't know why I hope y'all decided it's history now. It's history from now on going for Filipino American history month going forward. That's it. No more switching. <laughs> no. <laughs> hey guys, seriously, Mabuhay. Thank you guys. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for sharing this Thank you, Marcus, for being on the show. Thanks for having me. I really appreciate it. And again, please do share this with your friends. Share this with your Kababayan. Close out Filipino American History Month with a bang here with Crazy Funny Asians and Miscellaneous Brown. And maraming salamat for listening, guys. See you guys soon. Peace.